Hello, friends. Welcome back to How to Talk to Weirdos, where we discuss communication with people who are different than you. And since we're all unique, that's pretty much everyone. When someone has a different style of communication, they can seem like a weirdo. And if they seem that way to you, you probably seem that way to them. As I like to say, everyone's kind of a weirdo. We're going to talk about some of the assumptions that we make and other pitfalls of communication so that we can all improve. There's a lot to cover, so let's get started. Welcome to episode 19. Can you believe it? 19. Time has really flown by. I'm going to start today with a story that I'm not particularly proud of. So buckle up. It's going to be fun. When I was younger, let's blame it on youth, we were sitting around a campfire. There were a bunch of us. We were all talking and laughing, and a lot of it was giving each other a hard time. And one of our friends, let's call her Alice, was trying to make a point that was completely ridiculous, and so I made fun of her. And quite frankly, it was funny. Everyone there laughed. Everyone except Alice. Alice did not think it was funny at all, and she especially did not like the fact that everyone was laughing at her. So Alice got up, stormed away, and I felt pretty bad. It made most people laugh even more. But after a couple minutes, I got up and I walked over to her, and I just sat down next to her and I said, you're really mad, aren't you? And then I let her talk. She talked for a while, explaining why she was so mad and why it was so important to her and what I did and how it hurt her. And I'm not proud of this part either. I never even apologized. I just listened. But at the end of the conversation, she forgave me. We went back to the campfire and she was still mad at everyone else. I'm the one who said the mean thing to her. I never apologized. She forgave me and she was still mad at everyone else for laughing. And what that shows is really the power of feeling seen and heard. As I said, I didn't apologize. I just listened and I let her know that I was really absorbing what she was saying. And once she felt listened to, she was willing to let it go and forgive me. So when you're dealing with really heated conflicts or heated situations, really going the extra step to make people feel seen and heard is important. It will diffuse a lot of things and it'll allow people to move forward. But I like to talk about business here and this feeling seen and heard is not all just fluffy stuff. It's not all just good feeling. There's a lot of really good business reasons for it. Employees feeling seen and heard are less likely to leave. A recent Forbes article I was reading talked about the fact that at least 25% of employees are considering changing their jobs. They're going through the top reasons. Two of the top 10 reasons are A, not feeling seen or heard, or B, feeling ignored, which to me are kind of the same thing, so moves up the chart. But a full 25%, and that is the reason Everyone knows how expensive turnover is. Losing a person and then having to pay the money to recruit a new one and then spending whatever it takes, maybe a year to get them actually productive and it's taking the manager's time to both find them and train them. Turnover is so expensive. If you can reduce it, you will. People spend a lot of money and time on figuring out how much to pay people or what benefits to give them. Making people feel seen and heard is a very inexpensive way to reduce turnover. 
and save money. And not only does it reduce turnover, it also increases productivity. Studies show that employees who feel seen and heard are three times as likely to be highly engaged at work. And isn't that what everyone's talking about these days? How can we get our employees engaged? If you can get employees engaged, that is a huge win. And them feeling seen and heard is crucial to that. Companies who financially outperform others in their field have 88% of their employees say that they feel seen and heard. That's compared to the other companies who are not outperforming. The average is only 29% of the people feel seen and heard. So if you want to reduce your turnover and increase productivity, it's a crucial skill to learn. There are books and books on it, but I'm just going to give you two tips that I highly recommend. Those are active listening and giving specific compliments. For active listening, we've talked about it in a couple of previous episodes and open-ended questions are a big deal and following up with more open-ended questions. I referenced in a previous episode that sometimes someone will say something to me and rather than even asking a follow-up question, I will just show I'm interested by saying, oh, really? And then letting them talk more or, huh, or wow, or I want to learn more about that, whatever it is, whatever gets them to talk more. And then you can ask additional follow-up questions. But it's not enough just to listen. You have to either act on what they said or go back to it at a later time. Repeating what they said during the conversation to let them know that you heard it, it's nice. It's like getting a base hit. But incorporating what you learned in future conversations turns that into a home run. They are really going to feel seen and heard if days later you go back and reference something that they told you about. The other home run that I talked about is giving specific compliments. I've seen managers say, hey, nice job. Not even saying the name, not saying what the job was or, or what made it so good. Compare that to, hi, Mary, what a nice job you did on that Jones campaign. I know that you did a lot of research on how AI could help them, and boy, that's what sealed the deal. Looks like it might be one of our biggest deals of the year. How much better was that? I said her name, which is great. I talked about what the job was, the Jones campaign. I talked about what she did that was special. Not just that a nice job, it was the research on AI and how it could help them. And then I referenced why it was so important. It sealed the deal and it was a really big deal. That compliment goes a lot further than, hey, nice job, and then walking away. So you've got another home run. Do you want to make it a grand slam? If you incorporate something personal that you talked to Mary about in a previous conversation, that is going to turn it into a grand slam. If on top of, hey, Mary, nice job on that Jones campaign, I know you did a lot of research on how AI could help them, and boy, did that seal the deal. Looks like it might be one of our biggest deals of the year. And I know you mentioned that your son has started using ChatGPT and how impressed you were by it. Looks like now you might be able to teach him some things. Boy, I gave a really specific compliment, and then I referenced back to a conversation we had had days or weeks before. 
how personal and how important was that compliment? How recognized does she feel? She feels very recognized for very specific reasons and understands how important she is to me and the organization. So whether it's managing conflict or increasing productivity at work, getting people to feel seen and heard, making them feel recognized goes a long way. So take time to listen actively and then give specific compliments. Thanks for listening to another episode of How to Talk to Weirdos. Hopefully you found it both interesting and useful. If either of those things is true, please share. Do you have a friend or a coworker who could benefit from listening? Maybe a family member you're going to be spending the holidays with? Please send them a link to your favorite episode and see if your conversations don't get just a little bit easier. I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much and have a great week.